Welcome to the Doxa Dialogue, a podcast about living life on mission for the glory of God. My name is David Rudy. I am the pastor at Doxa Church, and I'm with my wife, Julie, again. How are you, Julie? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Since this is a podcast, you can't see us, but I would like to say David has grown a beard. He uh, looks different these days. Yep. I grew a beard, and my goal is to see what a mustache will look like. Yes. And then decide whether I want to keep it or not. I'm taking bets probably won't last long, but <laughs> it's a good try. Actually, it's kind of funny because it's been a while since you've done it. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, there's just a couple gray hairs, not a lot. Oh, and yeah. Monroe, Thanks for letting everyone know that. Monroe the other day pointed it out. And the way she said it was just super funny. We I were know. dying laughing. That alone makes me just want to shave it. It's like, oh, what? You can hardly tell. It's not that much. <laughs> yeah. Then one of my friends today at Life Group, he was gone from Life Group last night, and then he texted me this morning. He's like, hey, I heard you grew a beard. I want to see a picture of this. <laughs> They're all talking about it. And I took a picture, and then I was like, you know what? I feel really weird sending a selfie of myself to my to my dude friend here. <laughs> so I just didn't send him a picture. <laughs> Super funny. But yeah. we had Thanksgiving. That was amazing. Hope you all had a wonderful time of gratefulness and time with family. Yes, we had delicious turkey. I usually don't gravitate toward You're turkey. usually the ham person. Yeah, but this Thanksgiving, we had a family member choose to smoke the turkey. Oh, yeah. It was delicious. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, this that smoky flavor made all the difference. Move over, Grandma. We have a new, <laughs> <laughs> we have a nude smoking turkey. Hopefully, she's turkey not smoker. Listening. Yeah, no, she doesn't listen. That's, that's just to all grandmas, not specifically our grandmas. Well, I specifically no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you gotta love Grandma's house, and we stayed at a big. Airbnb. Airbnb with our whole family beautiful. in Tennessee. It was really nice. Yeah, played some board games, had some great time. So hopefully you had a great time as well. And now we're in full-blown Christmas mode. Yes, got the Christmas decorations so, up. Thank you, Becca Long, for your help. Yeah, hope you're enjoying your Christmas season already. So, Julie, let's go into it. We've got a big whopper of a topic today. We want to tackle a pretty divisive topic today. But here's the thing. I don't think this should be divisive, and we don't want this to be divisive. Instead, we want to talk through a very hot-button issue that is very relevant in our culture right now. And to be honest, this is a point that I don't think is going away, and I think it needs some biblical teaching. So, I also want to just say up front, too, with this topic... It's a topic where, when it's brought up, everyone has an opinion on it immediately. Right. And right. it's a, it's one of those opinions where I'm right, you're wrong, kind of an opinion. And we want to set out from the get-go, we're not going to share our opinion on this topic and mm-hmm. how David and I personally feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things where you have to talk to the Lord and come to the conclusion that the Lord leads you on. And honestly, we're not going to really go into the opinion side of it at all. That's what we're trying to avoid, anything opinion-based. And I just feel responsible as a shepherd to teach about the biblical principle Mm -hmm. behind it. And so you've probably already guessed what we're going to talk about today. And yes, it is COVID and the vaccine. 
And specifically, I want to go at the angle of loving your neighbor. You know, we've all heard wear masks, get vaccinated. The, the Delta variant came and went. Now the Omicron variant is getting all the buzz. Thankfully, the reports out today and yesterday are that it's not nearly as severe as they first thought and the symptoms are pretty mild so far that's great news but the biggest issue is the employer mandated vaccinations so again not gonna even ask you if you've been vaccinated we're not even really talking about vaccination what we want to do today is get into the specifics on what is loving your neighbor and is there a biblical principle that goes behind your own personal choice on whether or not you decide to get vaccinated? I think one thing that's really hard about this topic is COVID is real and we don't want to undermine that. It is a real thing and people have passed away from it and that is super sad. If we don't have a loved one that has passed away, we know of someone that has passed away from COVID. So we don't want to diminish that by any means it's a real thing Mm -hmm. but on the flip side of that we live in a country that's gone a little crazy and has taken covid and used it in political ways and so it gets complicated in my head i'm like okay we need to take it seriously because people are dying from it but the political side is where it gets a little crazy of like oh man (laughs) And that's where we ah. want to. That's where we really want to focus. Like, okay, how much of this, politically speaking, is something that crosses the line into making a decision about my body? Right. Like mm-hmm. everything political eventually crosses into the real world, and there's real decisions we have to make. So I think it's important for us to understand how to think about this biblically. Yeah. Like, let me ask you this, David. How closely? do we as Christians need to follow our government? Great question. That's a great way to start. I spent three episodes on this this summer and really went in depth on the biblical role of government and how a Christian is supposed to interact and submit to government. And to sum it all up, the government has a specific God-given role. It's ordained by God with authority to provide for the general well-being and protection of its citizens. Now, does the government go beyond their God-given role? Yes. Yes. Almost always, the government is in a constant state of going beyond its God-given role. And where the line must be drawn is when the government starts playing the role of God. Right. Which is always a temptation for those who are in power. So... If the government commands you to do something that goes against God's will, we don't have to obey. We are to submit to government, but we're never told in scripture to mindlessly obey at all costs. I know. And this is where it gets tricky because I feel like we're in the times where you really have to think through what's going on and filter it through scripture like more now than ever. 100%. I mean... It's been that way throughout history. We've kind of been lulled to sleep in this country because we've had a great foundation of freedom, the Constitution. So I think this is a new exercise for a lot of people right now. But government is a man, right? It can be corrupted. And it's up to you to live your life and be successful. As much as the government wants to be your savior and the problem solver of all the problems, 
it can never do that. And the bigger the government gets, the more problems it creates simply because it's run by imperfect humans who also make mistakes. And despite all of that, Jesus still tells us to render to Caesar the things which are Caesar's. Pay your taxes. And as much as possible, live peaceably with all men. So when you really look at Romans 13, and we talked about this back in the summer, being a productive citizen and playing along with the rules as much as humanly possible allows you to have a greater opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's really what matters. Absolutely. It's, it's your testimony. Yeah. I've got a question for you, David. So what would you say to Christians who think getting a vaccine is a loving your neighbor issue? Yeah, that is a great question. So just talking about vaccines here. Yeah, and a lot of people have made that case. And here's why I don't think this is a loving your neighbor issue. Staying home when you are sick is a loving your neighbor. Wearing a mask around an immunocompromised person or an elderly person, that's a loving your neighbor issue, Mm -hmm. okay? Being generous with your material possessions is a loving your neighbor issue. Caring for those who are hurting and suffering. All of these loving your neighbor issues, right? Here's where it turns into something else, though. Injecting anything in your own body goes beyond those issues. Because we're not just talking about our neighbors now, are we? We're actually mm-hmm. talking about... Our own bodies. So for someone to say getting injected with medicine... Even if it's an approved vaccine, right? As soon as you go into that territory, you're talking about something that affects your mind, your body, and your spirit. And we're not actually dealing with the love your neighbor issue. And I want to elaborate on that because I have a lot more that you really need to think through. You're dealing with a question about your own body and no one has the right or the authority to tell you what to do with your own body. If a parent was to force their child to do something to the child's body, what would we call that? Like if a parent forced their child to do something with that child's body. Child abuse? It's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If the government tells you that you have to put something in your body, they're overstepping their God-given role. And it's no longer about loving your neighbor It's no longer about submitting to authority either. Your body is between you and God, and no one else has the right to tell you what to do with your body. Yeah. So where do you see this in Scripture? Yes. (laughs) I know. As Christians, we all believe in the unity of the body, soul, and spirit. 1 Thessalonians 5.23, Hebrews 4.12. God has created us as living souls who indwell an earthly physical body. And I believe that the physical body works in harmony and is directly related to the spiritual side of things. As a believer of Christ, I believe that 1 Corinthians 6.19 teaches that a Christian's body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and we are not our own. We are bought with a price. So you could call this a theology of the body. And this is nothing new. This has been around from the very beginning of Christianity. And really, if you flesh that out, it means no government or any other individual has the right to tell you what to do with your own body. What you put into your body affects you physically, 
mentally, and even spiritually, and it's your responsibility alone. And anyone who oversteps that bound is interfering with your God-given rights. Is it really that simple? (laughs) I mean, when I see scripture, I think, okay, our bodies are sacred, and everything we put into our bodies will affect us physically, emotionally, spiritually. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can take that to all the food we eat, Mm -hmm. you know, drugs, alcohol, you know, any Mm -hmm. direction you want to take. And God has allowed us to be stewards of our own body. So it's important what we put in. And we can even speak into this, which is probably another podcast for another day. But are you unhealthy in Mm -hmm. your eating habits? Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, we're talking about this right when the holidays are upon us. (laughs) But are you a good steward of that? I think another point, too, is no one has a right to force an injection into my body. No one. Mm-hmm. And anyone who wants to make a claim that they have the right to do something like that, they've overstepped their place. Yeah. yeah. They just have. And It's like usurping the personal autonomy that you have with your God. It's between you and God alone. Yeah. It's such a dicey thing. Mm-hmm. If you step back and think about it, the audacity to feel like you have that control and that power says a lot about the person who's wielding that power for them to believe that that's okay. Right. I think, too, what I put in my body is my choice and my choice alone. And it's no one else's choice. Mm -hmm. Now, I I would like to add as well, maybe you did choose to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And that's your choice. Mm-hmm. And that's my point. Is that Don't hear it, us it say, is your yeah, choice. Yeah. We're, we're not just trying to go against the vaccines here. That's no. that's not what we're talking we're about. We're talking about the government telling us we have to do it. Mm-hmm. Put something in our body. And I want you to see, biblically speaking, they have no right to do that. And it's a bigger deal than, oh, I'll just go along with this because it'll be easy. I was actually listening to someone else podcast today, actually, the news and why it matters. I don't know if anyone else has heard this podcast, but Sarah Gonzalez was on there and she was saying that right now there's this really big case on the Supreme Court about abortion, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people are going off on it's my body, my choice. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to a lot of the arguments for people who are for abortion, they're pro-choice, they will loudly and clearly make this point, this, this similar point that we're making right here, that, hey, this is my body. You don't have any right to tell me what to do with my body. The difference here with abortion is we're not just talking about your body. We're talking about another human soul. Mm-hmm. There's another body inside your body. So they're missing, there's just a disconnect where they're not equating the fact that I am actually talking about another human life that I would be taking. But the same arguments they make about my body, my choice with abortion, they completely miss it when it comes to this issue of vaccinations. And like, that doesn't even exist. Right. You know, it's just inconsistency. Yeah, it's just totally. And the thing is, we're not trying to like make all these people out to be the bad guys and just rail on them. Like, if you're lost and you don't know God and you don't have a biblical foundation for why you believe what you believe, if you don't have this theology of the body, you're going to be swayed by other people and you're going to get mixed up. 
there are gray issues here that people are dealing with and there's a lot of persuasive people and there's emotions involved. We know it's a hot button issue for a reason, right? It's just why you have to step back and literally think through who has God made you? What is the true definition of who you are as a person in your body? And go from there and make your decisions from that. This is one of the biggest issues with masks. A lot of people said, hey, this isn't about right now whether or not I should wear a mask. I can deal with the discomfort of wearing a mask, but it's going to lead to mandatory vaccines. And then people said, no way. Well, here we are. People are at this point where they're losing their jobs over the mandatory vaccines. And you still have people who think, I'm loving my neighbor and just being a good employee. So get in line, get your poke, and you'll get over it. And there's already countries that are putting unvaxxed people in camps and they're forcing children against their parents' will to get vaccinated. So this is a really big issue and it has real consequences. So it's so important to think about it biblically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. As more governments embrace a totalitarian approach, let's just move on to some final considerations. Yeah, it's hard to follow Jesus in a fallen world. Yeah. It just is. And I feel like daily, I would say in the last like two years, I feel like taking a 180. Mm-hmm. Way harder. Mm-hmm. Like drastically, like overnight. Mm-hmm. We live in a yucky world. Yeah, if you think because you're a nice Christian person, your life will be easy and everybody's just going to like you and get along with everyone, that's not the case anymore. At some point, you're going to be facing persecution. Yeah, if you're faithfully obeying what God has for you, it probably means you're going to get some persecution from the world. It just is part of the way our world is and yeah and usually it means you're, you're doing something right for christ if that's the case right strive to follow authorities too i know we've made the emphasis here on the fact that getting a vaccine is is not a loving your neighbor issue but don't miss the point everything we said about romans 13 still stands true you strive mm-hmm. to follow the authority as much as you can when it's possible do it when it is following scripture <laughs> it's just that your ultimate allegiance is to God, not to man. The government cannot mandate what you do with your body. You know, another way to think about it is that if the government came to me and said, David, you have to cut off your right arm, that's not okay, that's not their role. They, they can't mandate what you and I do with our bodies. It's not just for em- the employer or anyone to mandate the vaccine, it's your decision. So yeah, just remember, remember the rights that you have from God. And I think it is important in situations like this to push back through religious exemption. You're not sinning if you take every legal recourse that you have available to you mm-hmm. to protect your God-given rights. Uh, just like the government cannot regulate the worship of the church, we are to obey God rather than man. And I mean, seriously, we have to just prepare for hard times ahead. It's not like life is just going to all of a sudden get easier when 2022 rolls around. Absolutely. But on that note, 
<laughs> There's a lot of great things that are happening despite all of the difficulties yeah. that, we, that we face. I think what's happened. In the last couple of years, is there's been a big line drawn in the sand for the church, like、mm-hmm. the big C church.、Mm-hmm. And people that were not serious about their relationship with the Lord have completely been、yeah. washed away. And there's people that have become very strong in their faith, and big things are happening in the church. And it's really awesome to see, even in our little church, You know, the big things that God is doing despite everything going on in the world. It's really cool to see. Absolutely. And this is one issue in a much broader overall scope of a lot of things that we're facing today. A lot of the things that we're hearing are attacking what we've, what we've always felt we believed, but we never really put into words. And I think a lot of people are. Struggling with their faith. There's a number of people right now who a popular term is deconstructing their faith.、Mm-hmm. And a lot of it comes from these simple principles that we talked about, like just theology of your body. Like, where do we get that from scripture? Church has to teach on that stuff. And we have to go back to the authority of scripture because those basic, they seem like simple principles, right? Like,、mm-hmm. your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It goes further than that, though, into real life applications. And until you start making those real life applications, you're going to be easily swayed and you're going to get confused and you're、mm-hmm. going to drift off if you don't apply that doctrine correctly into your real life. Absolutely. I think, too, as we sum this up in closing, this is a hot button issue. And just think through in your life how are you stewarding your body? Mm hmm. Are you stewarding it well? Yep. Or do you have some room for improvement? Because really, the answer to living a productive life for the glory of God is not just, all、oh, right, I'm going to take whatever medicine I can that comes my way and then I'll be all safe. Nothing's ever going to stop sickness from spreading, right? The best way to protect yourself from it is to live a very healthy life, to eat the right kind of foods, to get regular exercise. Right. And, and you can do all that and still get sick. We're not saying it's the answer, but it definitely. Of course, it's not the answer. That's, I'm just saying that's going to help protect you、right. from when you do get sick. The best thing you can do for all of this stuff is not to just rely on whatever the current thing of science happens to be, it's to actually take science seriously and to really be as healthy as you can possibly be and steward your body for, for his glory. Absolutely. To mask, not to mask, to vaccine, to not to vaccine. It's up to you. You have to pray about it and seek the Lord, and He's going to show you what you need to do. That's exactly right. Well, we made it through this topic. Let us know what you think.、Woo. If you have any questions about something we said, we obviously didn't discuss everything in depth, and you know, we touched on a few things that. Maybe you'd like some elaboration on. Please let us know if you have any of those kind of comments or, or thoughts about anything we said, and hopefully this was helpful. So let's do it again next week. You are loved.